InfoTrack continues. Once again, here's Chris Whitting. When the financial world is turning upside down, that may be the right time to invest in real estate or a small business venture. Here with the story, InfoTrack's Roy Mackey. Roy? Thank you, Chris. Candy Valentino is a finance and wealth advisor with over 25 years of experience in investing in business, and now she's the author of Wealth Habits, Six Ordinary Steps to Achieve Extraordinary Financial Freedom. Candy, more billionaires were created during COVID than any other time in history, and I understand you say there are only four or five times in a lifetime where you get the ability to build more wealth more quickly. Well, the pandemic is over and the economy is pretty rocky now, so why do you believe we're still in one of those wealth-building times now? You know, when we did the research for the book over the last 40 years of financial data, we've seen that there's only been four or five times in everybody's lifetime. And and most of the time when it happens, we're too young to have any money to be able to invest. But when markets have volatility or there's some uncertainty or, you know, a pullback in some vertical, there's always opportunity. And it allows the little guy to get in, to be able to invest more, to be able to really double down in a lower market. And that's what we're seeing now with, you know, PPP funds drying up in business and a lot of layoffs happening and stock prices dropping. It's giving us the ability to buy more with less money. And we're going to start to see that in the lower real estate markets as well. I understand that you are a self-made person and did not grow up in a privileged situation. Maybe you can give us just a quick version of your own success story. Oh, of course. Yeah. So I grew up in a trailer on government assistance. I had two teenage parents. My dad's a mechanic. My mom cleaned houses. And I just watched, you know, two people work really hard. But life was more about survival than it was intention. And so I started my first business when I was 19 in that really small town and just, you know, learned all of the real life lessons about growing revenue and working with customers and what it takes to really build success and wealth. And so I started investing in real estate when I was 20, 21 years old and really just went on this lifelong journey of being able to do it myself, to understand that it doesn't matter where you come from, what family background you have, the education that you have, that wealth and success is here for you too. And there's proof all around us. As your subtitle says, you offer six steps to improve your financial health. Obviously, we don't have enough time to go through all six of those in depth, but maybe you can just briefly touch on some of the most important steps that you recommend. Of course. Well, you know, the thing is, is think and get rich is only going to get you so far. Like we also have to do to be wealthy. The idea of building a successful business or a massive net worth isn't going to actually get you there. It's what you do. It's the implementation and the actions that you take. So we start off with growing your way to wealth, like what you need to identify the beliefs that you have in your mind, or maybe something that you have been caught or taught throughout life, right? Oftentimes that we pick up the story stories of our environment, of our families, of society, of maybe why we can't build success or wealth. And so first we identify what those are and we flip the script for you to really understand that it's possible because without that first piece, we'll be swimming uphill together with all of these strategies. And then we talk about the boring stuff, but really is what makes you rich is not living, you know, beyond your means and being able to make smart decisions with money and knowing how to reduce taxes, how to invest, how, you know, why bad debt is never going to be something that anyone can get wealthy with when we have depreciating assets that we have on credit cards and all of those car loans and boat loans and stuff. So we go through all of that, but then we also really talk about why wealth is important. You know, a lot of times people think that 
they want to make a bunch of money and want to acquire a lot of things. But how many of us hear the stories of the ultra wealthy and the successful that have kids that don't show up for the holidays or they're depressed or addicted onto some substance or some other thing? And so it's not just about acquiring money and things. It's really about building a rich life. And the book really talks about contribution and giving back and how to just make your money matter beyond your instant need that you have right now. One of the things you write about is four common beliefs keeping you broke. Maybe you can just quickly explain what those beliefs are and how to change your thinking. Absolutely. So, you know, the first one is I kind of alluded to earlier, scarcity, right? Oftentimes people think that money is limited. It's not abundant, that it's not available to them, that if somebody else has money in their neighborhood or in their family, that maybe they're not going to either. But, you know, it was actually Stephen Covey in his book of the seven habits of highly effective people that first termed that word scarcity mindset. And so that's one. It's understanding that wealth is abundant. It's here for you. And money is an energy. It just amplifies who we are. Once somebody spends it, it doesn't mean that it goes away forever. It actually can come back to you. So that's one of them. The other is having this broke belief that there's a future condition, you know, like I will invest more when I make more, or if I get a better job, then I'll start a retirement account. Or only if I knew more people, I could start a business. But it's what you do with a little. It's developing the habit, right? A lot of personal finance isn't information. It is actually the behavior that determines what we do with a little bit of our money and it'll actually determine when we have a lot. So future condition, not putting off things that you can do right now. If you can't invest 15 or 20% of your income, start with five. Don't wait to have more. Do it now and truly build the habit and shift your behavior to build more wealth. And that's one thing that we saw in all the studies that it's what people do with a little that'll determine how much they're going to have towards the end of their life. Our guest on InfoTrack is Candy Valentino. She's a finance and wealth advisor and the author of Wealth Habits, Six Ordinary Steps to Achieve Extraordinary Financial Freedom. You write pretty extensively about investing in real estate. Is real estate a better pathway to wealth than, for example, the stock market? I love real estate. I've been a real estate investor for more than half my life. And what I love about real estate is it's a physical product in a sense, right? It's something that people can live and breathe in as opposed to a stock. A stock, you're putting a lot of faith in a lot of other people, what they think about the stock, the company itself, and you also need a lot more money. And so people might say like, oh, that's not necessarily, I can buy a stock for a couple bucks. But if you had a million dollars and you wanted to invest it, I could take a million dollars and buy four, five, maybe even 10 million in real estate, depending on what the loan situation is, the lending situation. But with the stock market, I can only buy a million dollars with my million dollars. So it gives you the ability to build more assets more quickly. And it also has something that the stocks don't have is it has flexibility. If I were to buy a home that I thought was going to be a great rental and all of a sudden it wasn't, well, maybe I can make that something that's an Airbnb. Maybe I can live in the home, right? There's so many variables that happen in life and in markets that I think real estate gives us a little bit more control of it. And it also opens us up to one thing that stocks don't, which is 
tax reduction. You know, when you start a rental company or a rental business in some way and you start its own entity, now you're you're getting the same deductions as all the big corporations and business owners and you're paying less taxes on a tax basis on every single dollar that you make. So although portfolio income certainly does have a benefit, I personally like real estate and it's kind of a way to get the local insider, if you will, that you can't in stocks. Like, you know, the people in your market, in your local market where you live, you know, agents, you know, brokers, and you know, probably real estate investors too. You can get some inside information on the market that is illegal in the stock market. You also are a fan of owning your own business, and you kind of alluded to that, making a real estate investment into a business. But what advice do you have to people who are interested in owning or starting a business, but they just don't know where to start? They don't think they have the resources to do it. First off, I think it's really important to understand that you don't have to have some life-changing idea. You don't have to figure out how to make an electric car or charter the rover to Pluto to have a business and to make money. I mean, I don't have a fancy degree. I didn't have some crazy connections or even any money. And so oftentimes people, when they just want to start, often, you know, you hear, oh, burn the boats, go all in, start a business. And sure, there's some value there, but depending on your financial situation and your family dynamic, that may be reckless. So what I always say is the safest route is to actually do something that you already know You know, like maybe you're doing, you have a knowledge or a skill in some area that you're working a job doing and you're getting paid and you just want to start doing that on the side, you know, selling products or services that can generate additional revenue, something that you already know has a market need and something that you already know that people want. So I have something in the book that's really simple. It walks people through what you know, what people will buy, what you can sell and what people actually want and what the purpose of the business is, which is really key. But the important part of owning a business is it is a key wealth habit. And when I did the study, I can tell you that of the Forbes 400 richest people, that 75% of them all had one thing in common, that their wealth wasn't from investing in stocks or even doing anything in particular. 75% of them either had money from their family that had a business or they themselves had a business. So it's an identifier that we can't ignore and as far as getting on our way to wealth more quickly in today's world. Candy, we're nearly out of time, but obviously many Americans right now are struggling with finances. Do you have just any final words of advice for them? First, I would say that the news likes to give us all of these clickbait words, right? Recession, doom and gloom, market uncertainty, and, you know, all of these things. And I just ask you that when you hear that, that you switch that word to opportunity, Because we always get what we focus on. And if we focus on all that doom and gloom, that's all we're going to feel. We're going to bring more of that to us. But the fact was, just like you shared at the beginning of this, that there were more billionaires created during 2020 than any other time of history. And there are going to be more millionaires that come out of 2023 than any other time. Because it's what you do. If you can trade instant gratification for some long-term gain and you can say no to a few things now, I promise you that you'll be able to say yes to anything later. So my question to you would be is something as simple as how can you reduce your expenses by 10% and how can you make just 10% more? And that difference, that gap is what you start investing into your future now. That'll pay dividends down the road and you won't have to worry about trying to get social security benefits and you'll be able to not only retire early, but hopefully rich. Finance and Wealth Advisor, Candy Valentino, the author of Wealth Habits, Six Ordinary Steps to Achieve Extraordinary Financial Freedom. Candy, thanks for joining us today. Thank you so much for having me, Roy. I appreciate it. And for InfoTrack, I'm Roy Mackey. You're listening to InfoTrack.
a production of Syndication Networks of Chicago.